0: Hello, everybody. It's the gentle dom, aka Miss Vivian. And I'm here alone today. I'm not with the rough sub. And this is actually not going to be like a typical podcast of mine. Um, I know I've been really, really pathetic with my podcast. And the reason for that is just because I've had just a lot of things going on in my life. And kink has just kind of taken a back seat. I really haven't had very much that's exciting to share with everybody, um, which sucks because I like putting up my podcast, but I just haven't had that much to say. Um, and then yesterday, I had a kind of fun thing happened. I got awarded one of the uh, top 100 sex bloggers um, by, by a blogger. <laughs> <laughs> and my chatterbait, my, chatter mate, my chatter Um Yeah, I feel really bad. actually don't really know this blogger very well. But I do know that like Ferns has gotten it before. And so I feel really in good company with that. Um, and I was like 40 on the list. I was not in the top 10. But hey, that was like very flattering because... My blog has been a complete dumpster fire for the last like over a year because I just haven't really put much on there. So that was, that was cool. I felt really flattered and I, and I really was like, gosh, I really need to write more because the whole reason that I got into doing this was that. I was writing, like I had this blog and I was writing about stuff related to femdom. And then when I got into doing like online domination and I realized, oh, I can get paid a lot more money for this. (laughs) Like actually I can get paid any money for this as opposed to writing. Um, It just kind of took over and then my writing fell by the wayside because I just don't usually have time. So um, I guess not getting nominated or getting awarded this, this like little award made me feel... Really good. And it also made me feel like I should be writing more. So I turned on Nightflare today and I was going to start taking calls, but Tuesdays are just like notoriously slow for me. And I was like, I just don't want to do this. I want to write. And there was something that I have been wanting to write about for a long time. In fact, I have occasionally written about it and then I just don't publish it because, um, I mean, I guess it's for a couple reasons. One, it feels really vulnerable to me. Um, two, I worry about saying the wrong things or like things coming out the wrong way. Um, and then three, I guess, I, I don't know, like it, it doesn't, some of it doesn't feel like it's my story to talk about, um, but it it's a kind of weird situation that I'm in and I um, I just decided today is the day I'm going to write about it. And I published it on my blog and I published it on FetLife. But I know that a lot of people um, who listen to this podcast don't necessarily read. Maybe you all don't read. No, that you don't necessarily read me on FetLife or uh, read my blog where the font is like really small. So I thought I will just read it on my podcast because I might as well be using this like account that I'm paying money for. So um, I hope that you guys will enjoy it. When I write, I don't generally write for things to be read out loud, so I'm going to try to, like, read it in a way that's fun to listen to. And I hope you enjoy it and just kind of understand that some of my writing is meant to be humorous. Um, yeah. So I'm going to take a drink of water first. Ah, refreshing. Um, the title of my article is, My Kid is Trans. I Do Online Domination. It's Confusing. It's Confusing. I know it's not exactly the most creative title, but that's really what it is. My kid is trans, I do online domination, and it's confusing. So last year, my daughter came out as trans, and I'm on a bunch of support groups for cis parents of trans kids, and I could have written about this there. I mean, I have written about various aspects of this experience there, But there are other aspects of it that get more confusing for me that I just can't talk about in vanilla spaces because I do online domination work. And if you aren't familiar with online domination work, it involves quite a lot of male identifying people who like to be erotically humiliated for presenting as feminine. Uh, did I say that politically correctly? Because <laughs> basically it means that a lot of guys want to be treated like sissy whores who like to be fucked in their boy pussies or girl pussies or girl pussies and have their little clitties leak and get locked up in chastity. Not to mention the guys who want me to order them to be topped by quote-unquote she-males or quote-unquote tea girls. I guess partially because they think it's hot and maybe because they think it's humiliating. Although I've never quite understood why they don't just call actual trans women instead of a cis woman, but (laughs) it also involves talking to a fair number of people who start off by telling me that they just identify as men who like dressing up as women for funsies. But then gradually, they start revealing more and more that it goes beyond just dressing up and that sometimes, maybe all the time, they feel like women. I often prefer these callers because I don't personally find anything humiliating about being feminine, although the first kind are admittedly fun to talk to because it's pretty easy to humiliate someone with common femdom tropes, and you have to be more intellectually engaged to have a sensitive erotic experience with people who are sort of struggling with gender issues. Plus, I do just like telling people to gag on cock. It's fun to say. Try it. Now. (laughs) I've had kind of a journey with my feelings about sissy play, which is different than erotic feminization. I have actually always had kind of a thing for male androgyny, probably thanks to a formative sexual experience involving Tim Curry and my bathtub faucet. I used to think that sissy play was misogynistic and gross, like parodying the most stereotypical aspects of being a woman. And then I just saw it as more being like an erotic kick. Most sissies I talk to, they don't seem like they dislike women at all, and they don't label themselves as women or men erotically they tend to label themselves as like other and they generally enjoy the idea of being different and beneath both men and women they're almost invariably nice to me both before and after they come that is assuming i let their little clitties come at all because everybody knows sissy clitties belong in chastity because they cannot satisfy women right <laughs> Then, after my kid came out and I started delving into a lot of trans literature and spending way too much time on Reddit, I learned, realized that sometimes sissy play, as well as other forms of erotic feminization, can be a gateway to recognizing oneself as being trans. I think it's kind of like, wow, this is hot. I feel hot looking like this. But you know what? I Kind of like this outside of just feeling hot. Like, maybe I want to feel more like this all of the time. Also, I've always just felt this innate desire to be paid less than my peers for doing the same amount of work. And gosh, I'd really like to take on some more emotional labor and join the PTA, even though it's clearly just a scheme to force me to sell wrapping paper to my friends and family. Then I started secretly pathologizing all of my feminization customers, wanting to ask them all kinds of personal questions about how they identified and why, which I could not really do because they're not talking to me for therapy. Most of them, anyway. They're talking to me because they want to get off, and rightfully so. They're paying for a service. Plus, it's just kind of hard to have a serious conversation about gender identity with somebody talking in little girl voice asking nicely to lick up her own cum. (laughs) Then sometimes my thoughts would turn to my kid and I would immediately shut that shit right down because my kid is a virgin angel and la 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 la, I do not want to hear anything stating otherwise. Okay, yeah, she picked out the pink anime thigh highs and I've randomly seen them around her room, but... Anyone can, like, pink anime thigh eyes, right? doesn't mean you're feeling anything sexual while wearing them. And fuck Ray Blanchard and TERFs and autogonophilia bullshit that says that trans lesbians are all just fetishes who are hot for themselves as women. Because you know what? Cis women are hot for themselves as women, too. I get way more turned on thinking about me being an object of desire than actually desiring anyone else. Men are gross, but maybe I'm also just kind of a narcissist. Then again, I also admit that I do talk to a lot of obvious fetishists on a day-to-day basis. I think, unless they're all secretly trans women so deeply in the closet that they don't realize it. Okay, like maybe 50% of them. It's not my business. I have all kinds of fantasies that don't reflect what I want in reality, and maybe some that do. I have absolutely no idea how many of my callers have kinks and how many are dealing with gender dysphoria and or if there is some kind of overlap between some of them. This has sometimes put me in kind of a weird place regarding guys, and I'm going to call them guys because they call themselves guys, who want to explore feminization fantasies with me. One, I have at times ended up defending sissies to other online doms. In fact, I got in a giant fight about it to the point that I ended up dropping out of all of my sex worker support groups because I felt like so many other online... Quote unquote, DOMS. And yeah, I'm being bitchy there on purpose. We're really kind of transphobic, whether they realized it or not. I've also questioned whether I'm a little transphobic, for a variety of reasons, but that's a different essay, and I'm obviously going to try to work on those feelings. I think most cis people are probably at least a little transphobic, whether they realize it or not, especially if you went to high school when the height of amusement at pep rallies was the football players dressing up like cheerleaders and mincing around the gym with pom-poms. Two, I was conflicted because the right-wing shitbags are doing everything in their power to portray trans women as deviants and predators. And that affects my daughter, who is completely not a deviant, unlike her mother. In fact, she tells me I dress slutty, like on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> so I admit that sissies make me cringe a little. You can see counterpoints for more about that. Side note, I am basically in love with Natalie Wynn. I think she would call it a parasocial relationship. So, like, I think it's totally fine that you want to call your penis a clitty and your asshole a girl pussy and dress up in frilly panties and have me call you a good girl for getting fucked hard by a big, thick, dominant man while my friends all watch and laugh at you, which is, of course, how all dominant women enjoy spending their time. I can't count the number of Fridays this year I've spent laughing at sissy clitties with my friends while we all wear latex dresses and strap-on harnesses and uncomfortable five-inch heels. Not you? huh? <laughs> It's certainly no weirder or worse than the couple I saw with the staple gun stapling her tits. Uh, (laughs) Every boring rope scene I've seen 10,000 times, computer programmers in kilts building floggers and attempting to look intimidating like they just didn't spend all day playing obscure tabletop games and eating Doritos. I know that one's going to like cut really quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in trouble for that one. Or <laughs> Jerry Falwell Jr.'s definitely not coggleding relationship with his wife and the pool boy. Such a stereotype, but they really did meet him at the pool. But just like, can we keep it on the down low? Unlike Jerry Falwell Jr., can we not tell Ben Shapiro about this? Or Blair fucking White. Blair knows. I'll bet Blair would have been calling me if she'd been doing this eight years ago. That's if I'd been doing this eight years ago. Who knows about Blair? Because I want my kid to be safe and not fetishized unless she wants to be. I want people to think of my kid as a fine, upstanding citizen and not the, if not proud, then comfortable degenerate who is her mother because I have privilege. I have the privilege of being a white cis woman. It's only my reproductive rights half the country is trying to take away. (laughs) And I don't show my face, and most of the people I know don't know what I'm currently doing for money, totally out of my free will, because it's kind of creative, because I like talking about sex, because it pays more than any jobs I could ever get with my graduate degree, because people are judgmental. In fact, one of the reasons I have an talked about this before is because I'm afraid of people finding out what I do and saying that's why my kid is trans, that I messed up my kid because I live an alternative lifestyle, even though I've largely protected my kid from 99% of this information because no kid wants to know anything about their parent's sex life. So it's weird. I feel conflicted. I believe in being non judgmental when it comes to sexuality, and it hasn't stopped me from doing feminization or sissy play, although I did have to take a break to process my feelings. In some ways, it's made me more sensitive to the people I talk to. It makes me a little sad that most don't feel they can share these fantasies with people they aren't paying. Although, to be fair, they are often looking for something very specific and repetitive that even engaged dominant partners would get bored of talking about all the time. But I also have to put up this barrier between my real life and my quote-unquote fantasy life. I now have a rule that I will not discuss fetishization of trans people. I never liked it, but now I absolutely cannot tolerate it. My job is not to provide actual therapy to people. Although, I do provide unethical therapy meant to separate you from your money. And you can feel free to schedule your session for that today. <laughs> so, I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was kind of weird to read out loud. Uh, I do generally prefer like riffing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel kind of vulnerable now. Be gentle with me. <laughs> All right. Have a great day. Until later, bye.